Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Journey to Purpose podcast, your source for Christ-centered girl talk and inspiration. I am your host, Ilana Major, and I hope that you are as excited and inspired by this message as I am. Let's get into it. Hello, 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 everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Journey to Purpose podcast. Uh, Good morning. No, no, no. Great morning. Great afternoon. Great evening. Whatever it may be when you are listening to this podcast episode, I pray that your day is going great. I pray that you know that you are blessed. And I have a wonderful message on today that I'm excited about. But before I get to it, I want to take the time out to welcome all of our first time listeners. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so glad that you are here and I hope that you walk away from this episode encouraged, inspired. Um, And I just pray that God really speaks to your heart and that he meets you at the point of your very need on today. If you are a returning listener, a returning listener, I want to thank you yet again. When I tell you that I have such a love and appreciation for you guys that I can't even fully express it, the love and support and encouragement that you guys have poured into me. Um, You have no idea, but it's always right on time. And so thank you for continuing to be a support system for me. I love all of you guys. Now, let me share with you what the topic for today's episode is. Today's episode is going to be titled Persistent Prayers. But before I get into that, I want to share with you guys a brief little testimony, a nugget that I've gained in everything that I have going on in this season of my life. First, let me share this. When I tell you guys that this program, this master's program is not for the faint of heart. Last week, y'all, it felt like this program chewed me up and spit me out. Do you hear me? It felt like I was in the belly of the beast, baby, the belly of the big fish. And so I just want to say that it has taken a, it's been a Herculean effort, okay? It has taken so much out of me to continue to make sure that I prioritize my family, my husband, this podcast, to make sure that I'm keeping my priorities in place to prioritize my relationship with God because I have been so swamped with schoolwork. It has just been the absolute most. Now, I don't want to take credit for this because I absolutely recognize that this is the work and the doing of the Holy Spirit. But last week I was doing something. I was walking around and it was as if God began to take my mind back to a season of my life where things were much more calm, where things were much more quiet, where um, I wasn't doing as much. And the crazy thing about it, you guys, is in this season, I'm talking about where I was doing my things online. I was still selling online, but I was nowhere near as busy as I have been this year. So I was selling online, but my main priority was serving my family. My main priority was making sure that my husband and my babies were taken care of. And so in that season, y'all, I prayed my way. I was trying to pray my way out of it. I kept praying, Lord, 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 I'm ready to be out of this. I'm ready. I know you called me to do so many great things. You anointed me. You can't tell me you done chose me to just sit me here on no shelf. Lord, I want to go back to ministry. I want to do all these. I had all of these aspirations, you guys. And it did not help that whenever I would get discouraged, God would send me another dream, showing me what he wanted me to do, showing me who he called me to be, showing me all of the gifts and the anointings on my life. And I'm like, okay, Lord, but yet you got me sitting still. So when I was in the season where things were still, I was praying my way out of that. 
Now that I am a season, in a season where everything is busy and I am going and I barely have time to manage all of my friendships, now that I am in that season, I appreciate the stillness of my last season. You know, the one that I was trying to pray myself out of. And so it was like God took me back. And what God was trying to get me to see was, Ilana, you remember when you were in that season, I kept telling you to just be still. I kept telling you to rest in me. I kept telling you to enjoy this season because it won't always be that way. But you were still tussling with me because you wanted out of it because you didn't see what I saw. And so when I tell you guys, I have such a great appreciation for, first of all, serving God um, and the God that we serve, just the insight that he provides, how he will speak a word into us. And we have no idea what God knows. We have no idea what lies ahead, but he does. And so if we will listen to God, if we will be obedient in the place that we were in, that we are in, if we are willing to just humble ourselves before God, hear his voice and obey. I'm telling you, you'll get everything that you need in that season and you will not toil while you're in it. Um, and so anyway, you guys, I truly recognize why God was telling me to enjoy that season because a season was coming where I would be so busy that I would wish for quiet days. I would wish that the only thing I had to worry about was cleaning my house, loving on my babies and cooking a meal. <laughs> God saw that coming. And so I pray that this speaks a word to somebody on today who is in a season that they're trying to pray themselves out of everything in God's timing. And God knows exactly what lies ahead of you. Trust that the season that you're in, God is preparing you for your next one. And so um, I hope that that's an encouragement to somebody because Lord knows when it came to me, I was like, God, you were so right. God, you're always so right. <laughs> Lord, help me in this season. So now I'm asking, Lord, in the season that I am in, Lord, help me to hear your voice. Help me to be obedient unto what you're calling me to in this season. Not just that, God, I need your grace to navigate in this season. I can't do any of this by myself. I need your grace. And so um, I hope that you guys are praying those prayers no matter what season that you are in. And so from that, I want to move on into persistent prayers, okay? When I tell you that I truly believe in my heart, I cannot be convinced otherwise that God answers prayers. Not just that does God answer prayers, God answers persistent prayers. And I have the perfect story in the Bible to share with you. In fact, what I want to do is I want to read, I want to read the story, but I also want to give you guys the Lord's prayer before I read that. I hope that that's okay with you. And as I usually say, this is an episode that you're probably going to want to have a notebook. You probably want to pull out your Bible. And so if you have your Bible, even if it's on your phone, feel free to turn to it. And so we are going to be reading from Luke chapter 11, Luke chapter 11, Luke chapter 11. I am going to read for the most part from the New Living Translation. However, what I want to do is I want to read the Lord's Prayer from the King James Version. I want to give you guys the old school version of that because it's what I am accustomed to and it's what I think will be more familiar to most of you guys. Okay, so Luke chapter 11, verse 1 reads as such. Once Jesus was in a certain place praying, as he finished, one of the disciples came to him and said, 
Lord, teach us to pray. Just as John taught his disciples, Jesus said, this is how you should pray. King James Version. Our Lord who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. All right, you guys, I got a few more scriptures to read. Matter of fact, we're going to go all the way down to verse 12. So track with me. Now, verse five says, then teaching them more about prayer, he used this story. Suppose you went to a friend's house at midnight wanting to borrow three loaves of bread. You say to him, a friend of mine just arrived for a visit and I have nothing for him to eat. And suppose he calls out from his bedroom, don't bother me. The door is locked for the night and my family and I are all in bed. I can't help you. But I tell you this, though he won't do it for friendship's sake, if you keep knocking long enough, my God, if you keep knocking long enough, he will get up and give you whatever you need because of your shameless persistence. And so I tell you, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you for everyone who acts receives. Everyone who seeks finds and for and to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. You fathers, if you if your children ask for a fish, do you give them a snake instead? Or if they ask for an egg, do you give them a scorpion? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Oh, OK, you guys. So this scripture is such a powerful scripture that really just emphasizes the importance of being persistent in your prayer life. And I know that life gets busy and I know that work gets busy. I know the school gets busy. I know that all of these responsibilities keep you guys busy. But I want to remind you of the importance of remaining persistent in your prayers. I truly believe that the thing that we ask for, when we ask for it persistently and it is it in and it is in the will of God, I truly believe that that thing is going to come to pass. I talked to you last week and gave you guys my testimony a bit about me getting into this program uh, to become a marriage and family therapist and how this is a thing that I prayed for. Not only is this a thing that I pray for, this is a prime example of God giving you the desires of your heart. Now, I want to pause right there because typically when people say, that God, you know, God will give you the desires of your heart. I want you to know that it's not what it sounds like. A lot of the times we take that to mean that God will give us exactly what we desire. And I want to be clear in stating that God is not going to give you everything you desire because some of the things that you desire are not 
God's will. Some of the things that you desire wouldn't even be pleasing to the Lord. If I could just give an example, God is not going to give a man another man's wife because that is the man's desire. That is not how it works. Your desire ought to be the will of God. What I experienced in and of myself, my own life, my own testimony, I'm not telling you guys what I think. I am telling you what I know. God will literally place in your heart the things that you are to desire in accordance to his will. I'm telling you guys that my desire to become a marriage and family therapist, my desire to become a therapist, my desire to work with people, my desire to preach the word of God, my desire to edify the people, my desire to love God and love people. I assure you, you guys, these are desires that I didn't have when I was just born. I believe that these are desires that God planted on the inside of me. I really believe that God gave me the desires of my heart. God gave me these things to desire. God gave me these things to keep praying for. God gave me these things so that I would act in accordance to his will. God gave me what he wanted me to seek in according to what he has anointed me for and what he has called me for. We know by scripture that God knows us even before we are in our parents womb that God God will call us to a thing before we are even planted in the earth and so God knows us okay and so again this is a, this is an example of God giving me the desires of my heart in that I began to desire the things that are in accordance to God's will and so if you are listening listening to this today what I want to say to you is this Pray and ask God to give you the things that you ought to desire. Say, Lord, if what I am desiring for myself is not what you have for me, God, give me a new desire. Father God, if the thing that I desire to accomplish um, professionally, if it's not your will, Lord, give me the thing that I am to desire. Father God, if this person should not be the person who I am desiring, if we're unequally yoked, if it's not your will, if it's not who you have for me, if the timing's not right, Father God, give me what you want for me to desire, Lord. I don't want to keep spending my wheels, Lord. Give me what you want for me to desire. Lord, give me the desires of my heart. I think there was something that I was supposed to come back to in this, but <laughs> I'm going to proceed to start breaking down pieces of this scripture that I believe are really pertinent to the conversation that we're going to have today. We're talking about persistent prayers, knowing that I, I'm going to keep going back to God, no matter how discouraged I get in this thing, I'm going to keep going back to God because this is what God called me to. I'm going to keep going back to God because nobody can change the situation, but God, I'm going to keep going back to God. Even if nobody understands why I'm holding on to my faith, I'm going to keep going back to God because what else is there? There's nobody like him. I'm going to keep going back to God. That is the attitude in the heart of those of us who remain in persistent prayer. And so when we look at the Lord's prayer, there are certain aspects that we see at place. And I want to, I want to highlight just a few of them. They're, they're way more than what I'm going to actually break down before the sake of time. I'm going to really expound upon these three. So the first thing that we see in the Lord's prayer that I want to really call out is the fact that 
when Jesus said, this is how you ought to pray. Jesus is saying, no matter what your prayer is, you, do, you ought to always approach God with respect. You ought to always reverence God. He said, we ought to pray, Father, Father in heaven. Matter of fact, let me just quote this from the Lord's scripture. Our Father who art in heaven. I was looking at the New Living Translation, which is totally different. But our Father who art in heaven, he's saying that you ought to reverence God for being who he is. Reverence God for all that he is. Reverence God in a almost with your heart postured in worship. And so we see that there is reverence for God. The second thing that I really want to point out is that in this scripture, when it begins by saying, Thy kingdom come, or the second clause in it is thy kingdom come, thy will be done. When we look at this particular text, or at least when I look at this text, the main theme that is dominant for me is the act of surrendering. If I'm going to pray something persistently, I have to be open to the idea that even if this is not God's will, I believe that God's will will be done, right? And so this scripture says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And so in essence, what I am saying to God is, Lord, I'm praying this thing persistently. But if I'm going to be honest with you, I want your will over the thing that I am asking for persistently. Lord, I want your will to be done. And so in this scripture, we see that essentially what we're doing is we're saying, Lord, I want this stuff, but Lord, I want your kingdom to come. I want your will to be done. And not only do I want your will to be done, Lord, I want your will over everything else that I desire. And so the first thing we see is that Jesus is saying it is important for us to reverence God. The second thing that I really want to bring to your attention is the fact that your desire ought to always be to be within the center of God's will. That Lord, I want this, but I want your will more than anything else. And then the last thing that I really want to address is this. In this scripture, it says, give us this day our daily bread. If I had time, I would break this whole thing down, but we do not have the time because I'm not trying to hold you guys for an hour, but I'm going to break down this one more small thing before we end in looking at the Lord's prayer. Give us this day our daily bread means that, Lord, I'm not asking for anything that is, uh, how do I say this? Lord, I'm not asking for anything that doesn't belong to me. <laughs> and so when we are going to God and we're praying, oftentimes I will say, Lord, you said, Lord, you've shown me, Lord, you promised, Lord. And what I'm saying to God is, Lord, I'm asking for the thing that is within your will for me. I'm asking you to meet my very need. Lord, this is what I need from, from you. I am trusting that you're able to do this, Lord. And so I also love that when we look at daily bread, I know that we tend to think about food, but I want your mind to go far away from that. I want your mind to think about the thing that you need on a daily basis from God, not just food. What do you need from God on today? You guys, I had a day and I didn't even know, or at least I wasn't sure I was going to share this, but I had a day last week where it was a rough day and I can't even begin to tell you guys exactly all of the reason why it was a rough day, but I was sitting in my car in my garage and I stopped and I just began talking to God and I said, Lord, I said, today is a really 
rough day for me. And I was like, Lord, this is where I am emotionally. And I thank God for being with me in that moment. And I'm, I'm like, Lord, I know you'll never leave me. I thank you that you're here with me even in this. And then I said, Lord, I don't usually ask this. I said, but Lord, I need like, I need to see you today. I need you to speak to me today. I need to see uh, the fruit of you walking with me consistently on the day. Father God, I need to encounter you today, Lord. I need that because I need it to strengthen me today, Lord. I need your presence to show up in a way that I usually don't ask for you to show up. But God, today I need it. And so on that day, you guys, I got a phone call from an old friend. And so Jason, if you are listening to this, I feel like I'm going to get emotional even talking about this. But Jason, if you are listening to this, I want you to know that the way that you poured into my spirit, I want you to know that God used you. I want you to know that everything that you said, that the Lord was leading you and guiding you, that you were, it's evidence that God is with you, that the Holy Spirit led you to call me and say the things that you said the way this man strengthened me on this phone call, I will never forget. And he talked about how much of an encouragement and source of strength I had been for him, but he had no idea what he did for me on that day. While I was talking to him, he didn't know it, but tears were streaming down my face because he had no idea how much I needed that encouragement for me to keep going. He had no idea how much I needed to be reminded of the fact that God is using me, that even though my podcast don't always have a whole lot of views or, you know, there's not as many people listening as I would want them to. God was showing me that he's using me and that what he's doing in me has been effective. When I tell you guys that God showed up that day and met me at the point of my need. And so what I'm saying as it relates to this clause of the Lord's prayer is this daily bread is not just talking about having your meal for the day, having your basic needs met. Daily bread is whatever the need is that you stand in the way of in that moment. And so for me, I needed an encounter with God that would leave me strengthened and encouraged. And when I tell you that the Lord gave it to me, I was so grateful. I got off the phone with him and I went into a fit of praise because I just could not stop thanking the Lord. Even in that moment, I was like, Lord, I'm just so grateful. God, I thank you that you hear my prayers I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. And I'm telling you, you guys, God is not hearing my prayers because I'm perfect. You guys know my testimony. You guys know the ways that I've messed up. You know how I've missed the mark. You know that there's days where I struggle and I'm trying to walk in the spirit. But every now and then the whole it feels as if. Uh, the flesh creeps in every now and then you guys, I have a moment where I'm like, I could have handled that differently. I could have been more patient with them. I could have did this in a different way. I could have did this in a way that would have glorified God. And so God is not listening to my prayers because of my perfection. God is listening to my prayers because of the way that I persist in them, because of my persistence, because of my boldness in it, because of my faith, you guys. And so on today, we're talking about the one who goes and bombards the throne of grace persistently. We're talking about having the audacity. Somebody ought to sit wherever they are today and say, Lord, give me the audacity. Father God, give me the boldness. Give me the courage, oh God, to ask for the thing that I really desire. 
And who knows, but for the God, before the fact that God may have planted that desire deep down on the inside of you before you were even aware of it. What if the very thing that you haven't prayed for, what if the very desire you're afraid to go to God about is the desire that God is like, no, come to me with that. That's my will for you. Come to me with that. It's my will for you to prosper in that way. Come to me. That's my will for you to start that bit. No, no, no. Come to me. It's my will for that marriage to be mended. Come to me. It's my will to put you in a position where you're able to bless others. No, 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 no. Come to me. It's my will that you be on stages. Come to me. It is my will that you lay hands on the sick, that you pray for people, that you bless those people who are um, seeking me. It is my will that you be called into the ministry. It is my will. Don't be afraid to come to me with it. It is my will for you. Okay. I want to go back to this story, you guys. And so in this particular text, I'm a, I want to reread some of this. Then teaching them more about prayer, he used this story. Suppose you went to a friend's house at midnight wanting to borrow three loaves of bread. You say to him, a friend of mine just arrived for a visit and I have nothing for him to eat. And suppose he calls out from his bedroom. Don't bother me. The door is locked for the night and my family and I are all in bed. I can't help you. But I tell you this, though he won't do it for friendship's sake. If you keep knocking long enough, he will get up and give you whatever you need because of your shameless persistence, shameless persistence. You guys don't be ashamed. Go to God with shameless persistence. Lord, I'm gonna keep on asking. <laughs> you may say no, but one thing I'm gonna have is the audacity. God, I'm gonna keep on asking about being in a positive and non-toxic relationship. Lord, I'm gonna keep asking for a healthy relationship dynamic. Lord, I'm gonna keep on asking for you to mend this. God, I don't care how long I've been dealing with this disease. God, I'm gonna keep asking for you to heal it. <laughs> I'm gonna keep asking you, Lord, for the thing that I need. I'm going to keep coming to you persistently. And I wanna give you guys an example of this. As a matter of fact, I wanna tell you how this particular story came to my mind recently. So, for my class, my two classes that I'm taking right now, I'm in school full time, but the classes are staggered. So one of my classes starts in about another week or two, but I'm in two currently. And when I tell you the workload is heavy. So I'm in class and I had worked so hard on my first two papers for each of these classes. I got my first score back and my score was like an 89.6. Okay. And when I tell you guys, I was sick about this. Like I was so disappointed because I felt like God has gifted me as a writer. I, I just feel like I should be getting A's every time. So I couldn't understand why I got this 89.6, but I'm like, you know what? Next time I'm going to do better, right? So literally, my sisters are encouraging me about this. Imagine my disappointment when I got my second grade back <laughs> and my professor gave me a, I don't even, I didn't even look to see what the percentage was. All I know is as soon as I saw the points, I was like, wait a minute, that's a C. Y'all, I was sick about this seat. I'm talking about that night I got in the bed with my husband and he was sleeping. I couldn't go to bed. I was restless. I was so, y'all, I was upset about this seat, okay? Now, one thing about this program, you can only get two C's throughout the entire course of the program. So I'm sure not about to get a C in this. No, 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 no. I felt like surely I could use the opportunity to get a C somewhere else. <laughs> this is not the time where I want to get a C out of this class. 
But my goal was for me to get an A. My goal is for me to get an A out of this class, you guys. And so I'm devastated by this C. So I began to look at my professor's feedback on why I got this C. So one of the issues were APA 7 style and me needing to understand these specifics and me needing to format things a lot differently. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to take that one on the chin because I know that that's a struggle for me, just the whole format and stuff, okay? The second thing was that there was a specific section of the paper where she wanted us to give um, a specific detail and to address a specific thing, okay? When I turned my paper in, I went and I looked at all of the parameters, all of the requirements for the paper, and I saw that I met each and every one of them. So I couldn't understand why she gave me zero points in this particular section. And so, y'all, I was wrestling with this thing because the old me would have never challenged anyone pertaining to a grade. I would have taken that grade. I would have walked away. I would have been like, you know what? I'm going to just take the L. But for some reason, y'all, on the inside of me, it just didn't sit well with my spirit to let this thing go. And so I reach out to my professor. And long story short, we have a series of exchanges about this grade. And so I say to her, was the issue that I didn't give as many details? So she writes me back. Yeah, that's the issue. And so I think that she thought I was going to be done, y'all, but I wasn't done. Okay, shameless persistence. So then I go back and I say, okay. I said, well, I, I will let, I said, well, I'll tell you what. I said, Give me an example of what you were, what you would have, you know, required for me to get the full amount of points. So I, I'm sure this took time for her and I'm sure she didn't want to do it. But y'all, she came on back with it. OK, she gave me a few, gave me a few ideas. She was like, well, people who got the full amount of points, they gave several details. They provided references. They did this, this and that. So I go back to her. I said, you know what? I said, I will admit. And all of this is with all due respect. And so I said, you know what? I said, you're right. I said, I will agree with you in that I didn't include several paragraphs for this. I didn't include additional references for this. I said, however, I said, the zero score that you've given me in this section reflects the fact that I had not addressed it at all. And I said, when I go back to look at my paper, I see that I did address it. I said, but it was more simplified. So then I asked, would you consider giving me points since I did at least address this? Y'all, I didn't know what she was going to say. And when I wrote that particular email, when I tell y'all I was in prayer, I was over there in prayer, okay? And so in the before I even wrote this email, you guys, I was pondering on this. Before I got her second message back giving me specifics, I was pondering and I was going to the Lord and I'm praying and I'm like, God, should I say something else to her? Because I don't want her to perceive me to be disrespectful, but I kind of want to fight for my grade because I really want an A out this class. I really want all A's, right? And so I'm going through all these thought processes with God. All of a sudden, this story starts to come to my mind about the man who goes to his neighbor's household, to his friend's house, and he begs for bread while they're in bed and how eventually the man gets up and gives him the bread that he's asking for because of his persistence. He's like, okay, I'm, I see you're not going to leave me alone. I see you're going to keep knocking. I see you're going to wake my whole family up tonight. I see that you're not about to stop. So let me just go ahead and give you what you're asking for. And so God gave me that story and I was like, okay, God, I get what you're saying. I, I see that you're saying that I need to be persistent in this, that if I want a thing, I need to be willing to persist. And so I, I shot my shot, okay, <laughs> for me to get some more points. That night, you guys, because my teacher hadn't responded, that night I went to bed and I had a dream. I had a dream that my teacher gave me a different score on my paper. I'm not lying, you guys. Do you know I woke up to an email from my professor that said, 
Okay, Ilana. <laughs> she said, I will reconsider and I will give you points because you did at least address it. When I tell you guys, I could have ran around the whole block. I was like, come through, Jesus. When I tell you guys that this blessed my spirit, I was like, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm sure there will be other times where God tells me don't push it. But this time God said, no, I want you to approach her with shameless persistence. <laughs> and on top of this, you guys, I was in prayer. And so I knew I was being led by God in this. And so I hope that as you listen to this story, I pray that one of you guys at least are encouraged to keep going and to walk in shameless persistence, especially as it relates to your prayer life. Be persistent in the prayer. Be persistent in the prayer, persistent in the prayer. Let me reiterate the last part of this verse or this particular body of scripture. Verse five says this, then teaching them more about prayer. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, you guys. I want you to skip down to verse nine if you're looking in your Bible. Verse nine says, and so I tell you, keep on asking y'all. This is why I'm doing this podcast episode because I want to tell you, keep on asking and you will receive what you asked for. Keep on seeking and you will find, keep on knocking and the door will be open unto you. Keep on knocking, keep on knocking. I don't care how many times I tell you no, if the Lord said that this is where you're supposed to be, keep on knocking. I know that you feel like you're going on these dates and it's not going anywhere. If God has told you that you're supposed to be a wife, that he's ordained you as a husband, keep on knocking and the door will be open unto you for everyone who seeks everyone who acts receives for everyone who acts receives some of you guys have not simply because you ask not for everyone who acts receives everyone who seeks finds god is saying if you stand before me seeking me I promise you, you will find me. You guys, when I prayed that prayer on that day and said, Lord, I got to see you today. Lord, I need you to show up today. God, I need an encounter with you on today. I was seeking God and he showed up, you guys. He showed up. He showed up in a way that was undeniable for me. I knew that that was God's way of strengthening me and reminding me of what he's called me to and letting me know that, yeah, Ilana, maybe you're not doing it on the level that you want to be doing it on, but I'm using you. You're changing lives. You are encouraging people. You are strengthening people by the word. And so I knew that what God was doing was saying, I heard your prayer. And so that is my encouragement to you guys. Keep on praying. Keep on praying. Keep on praying. I don't care if it looks like it's not changing at all. Keep on praying. I don't care if it looks like the more you pray, the worse it gets. Keep on praying. I don't care who's questioning your faith, who's saying, I, I don't even think I would have any more faith. Keep on praying. Keep on praying for the scripture says that if you ask, you will receive. It says that everyone who acts receives. God is not biased. God is not picking favors. God says everyone, that everyone includes you. Everyone who seeks finds, that everyone includes you. You don't have to be perfect. Your prayer life doesn't have to be perfect. Everything doesn't have to be perfect. Keep on seeking. 
you will find. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. God said, if you keep knocking, the door will be opened. It's not going to be open just because you knocked on it one time initially. It's going to open because of your shameless persistence. God said, if you keep seeking, I'm telling you, because of your shameless persistence, you're going to find if you keep on seeking, if you keep on acting with shameless persistence, I have no choice but to give you what you're asking for, but to give you what you're asking for. But we said that even as we looked at the Lord's scripture, that we have to know that what we're asking for is in accordance to God's will. And what we do is we pray. We keep persistently praying, whether we know that it is the will or not. We keep on praying. We keep going before the Lord with shameless persistence. But then what we say to God is, Lord, if this thing is not your will, uproot this desire. Give me a desire that you want me to have. Lord, give me the desires of my heart so that you might be pleased. Give me the desires of my heart that you might be glorified. Give me the desires of my heart that I might fulfill my purpose in the earth. Lord, give me the desires of my heart. I don't want the desires that I desire because, Lord, there are days when I'm in my flesh and my desires might not be pleasing to you. So, Lord, give me the desires of my heart. Lord, give me desires that are in your will. And so the last things that Jesus says as he's speaking to them about prayer is this. You fathers, if your children ask for a fish, do you give them a snake instead? God is not going to give you a toxic relationship when you prayed for a healthy one. God is not going to give you somebody who is emotionally unstable when you ask for God. You asked him to give you something that was stable. God is not going to give you something that is the exact opposite of the thing that you have come to him with shameless persistence praying for. And so what I would say to you is if you pray for a thing and the opposite thing shows up, then you know that it is not God who sent it. You know that it is more than likely the evil one. God is not going to give you a snake when you ask for fish. God is not going to give you a scorpion when you've asked for an egg. God is not going to give you a stone when you have asked for bread. So just know that God's will will show up. And when we are praying in accordance to his will, it will meet the requirement of the thing that we prayed for. Okay, so last. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give? This scripture says Holy Spirit, but others or other versions say good gifts to those who ask him. God knows how to give you something that is good. I don't want you to get this thing confused because sometimes we are scared to surrender our will because we're scared of what God is going to give us. But little do we know that the thing that God wants to give us is often something that will exceed our expectations. It's often something that we didn't even ask for because we didn't even think it was a possibility for us. It's often something that would blow our mind. It's often something that is much greater than the thing that we wanted in and of ourselves anyway. And so... We need to learn how to trust, learn how to trust. I tell you guys all the time that God is a God who can be trusted. God is a God. It requires trust to go before God and pray and have nothing happen, but to go back and pray again, to go back and pray again, to go back and pray again. It requires trust in God 
to see that nothing is happening financially. Nothing is moving financially. Lord, I'm not doing any better, but to keep going back to God, praying about it. It requires trust in the Lord to keep going back to God, praying for your child to be sober when every day you're seeing them high. It requires trust of the Lord. When you're praying about your marriage and it seems as if it has begun to get worse as a, you think is as a result of the prayer, it takes a lot of trust for you to keep on going back to God and praying and praying and praying. Keep going back to him with shameless persistence. It takes trust. And so as I always share with you guys, God is a God who can be trusted. If you will go before the Lord with shameless persistence, With the thing that is in accordance to his will, I promise you, you guys, that he will do it. I am a living testimony about about this. I am a living testimony about the goodness of God. I am a living testimony of the fact that God makes good on his promises. I am a living testimony of the fact that when you pray persistently, that God will move on your behalf, that when you are seeking him consistently, you will find him. I am a living testimony of these things. And so on today, I want to encourage you. I don't know what it is that you're praying about. I don't know what is the thing that's on your heart the most. I don't know what is the thing that's keeping you up at night. I don't know what is the thing that you worry about. I don't know what what is the thing that you are wondering about throughout your day and not having peace regarding. But I want to encourage you to keep going before the Lord with prayer. I want to encourage you that as this scripture says, keep on asking. I want to encourage you to keep on seeking. I want to encourage you to keep on knocking for the door will be open unto you for everyone who acts receives, everyone who seeks finds, and everyone who knocks, the door will be open. That is all I have for today. I love you. I love you. I love you guys. Peace out. If you're listening to this message, that means that you've finished this entire episode. And for that, I want to say thank you. If this message blessed you in any way, please consider supporting us by sharing the podcast, by subscribing to this podcast, and also by leaving us a review. We would greatly appreciate it if you can do those things. Again, thank you for tuning in. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Peace out.